This is the So Worth It podcast, a place where we're talking about growing a business while raising a family, not to mention all of the crazy, fun, and hard stuff that comes with it. I'm sure I don't have to tell you, none of it's easy, but it is so worth it. If that sounds like your sort of thing, stick around. I'm your host, Jackie Ellis. Welcome to the show. Hey there, welcome back to So Worth It. Today's episode, we're going to talk about pricing and pricing objections. I think this is a really important thing to talk about as business owners, as entrepreneurs, because there's a really big misconception about pricing. First of all, I'm not even going to go off on my rant here. Um, I, I did many, many episodes ago. I shared some of the worst business advice that I've ever received. In that episode, I talk about pricing your services and how there's a big push. Do I want to say push? There's a big, like almost movement of people that are just pricing their services so ridiculously high with really no experience or results or anything behind that. And so I really believe I'm old school, if you could call it that. I feel like this is just like ethical, moral, ethical, whatever, or old school, that you have to earn the right to charge premium fees. Okay. Now, so let's take that off the table. Let's say that you are a service provider who is has a, a premium service with a premium price, and you're getting a lot of pricing objections. You get on sales calls and people aren't buying because they say, I have to check with my spouse or that's not in the budget or whatever. Okay. That is the situation that I want to address here. So if you don't have the experience behind you to be charging premium prices, then maybe this episode isn't quite for you yet. Go get that experience and come back and listen to this later. All right. Like it's that easy. Like it's that fast, right? (laughs) All right. So let's talk about pricing objections. This has come up recently a lot in my groups with, with our clients. And the question is always this, should I change my pricing? Because the feedback that they're getting from people getting on sales calls or discovery calls is... I can't afford that. I have to check with my spouse and so on, right? These are the ways that people tell us that price is the objection or that that price is the obstacle. But here's what they're not saying. And here's the truth. The price usually isn't the actual obstacle. Okay. I want you to think about this in your own life. The last, um, it could be small item or large item that you purchased. Because it's funny, sometimes there are very small things that I purchase that just make my life so much easier. Like they're so valuable to me and I hardly paid anything for them. And then there's some really large things that I feel like that as well. And I'm sure that you have purchased things that you've spent both a little and a lot of money on and also didn't feel the value from that. I know I've spent some money on some high ticket things and I was like, this really wasn't worth it. Like I've bought things that are a fraction of the price that did almost the same thing that I was happier with. Right. And so I bring this up because 
this is what people worry about when they're telling you that your price is too high or they can't afford it what they're really saying to you is i don't see the value okay and when they don't see the value (laughs) this is like a domino effect here when they don't see the value it's because either they don't believe that you can help them get the results that they want or they don't believe that they can get the results that they want, okay? And that is getting the results that they want is the value that they get out of your program or your service or whatever it is that you're selling. So for many, many years, I was in the fitness industry. I ran a health club. I was a personal trainer for a long time. So I'm very familiar with all of the fitness kind of objections, right? People want to, here's the two things that people always came to me for. I want to tone up. That's what women would say, which is not like quantifiable, right? I want to tone up or I want to lose weight, which is quantifiable, but pretty also generic because losing weight means something different to everyone. And the reasons behind that are very different. But what what I'm saying here about overcoming price objections, a gym membership or a personal training package they're, they're not cheap. Nowadays, of course, we have the, the $20 a month gyms and stuff because the model has changed a little bit. But when I was a personal trainer, like the gym fee was like $60 and then personal training was like $85 an hour, right? It's not cheap, especially if you want the consistency that gives you the results. You're going to be coming one, two, three times a week. So multiple times a month. That's not cheap. And so we did get a lot of price objections. But if we dig deeper into that, and and by the way, the most common objection for women would always be, I have to ask my husband, which was always super funny to me. And I know I'm probably going to tick some people off by saying this, but what is your husband going to say? What are you expecting your husband to say? Oh, you want to get in shape? No, mm -mm, I don't, not a good idea. I don't like that. I mean, there might be some husbands that would, I don't know. I don't know, but I just always thought it was kind of a a funny um, objection. No, I don't want you to improve your health, (laughs) right? It was probably the husband's objection to the money because, oh, probably the husband doesn't even care if, if there's, if she's got love handles or whatever, right? Right? He loves her anyway. So sweet. But yeah, then he sees the price tag and he might actually have a price objection because he doesn't see the value in the service because he loves her the way that she is. But she wants to love herself that same way. And so if she's coming back with a price objection, then it's because she either doesn't believe that I, the personal trainer, can help her get the results that she wants because she thinks that she's going to have to work out for hours every day or eat lettuce, or maybe she doesn't think that I have the expertise, whatever, whatever it is. She either doesn't think that I can help her get there, or she doesn't believe in herself, in her own ability to like stick to it and get there. And therefore she doesn't see the value. But if I could guarantee her that she would get the result that she wants at the end of this, would that change things? If I could come to her with an a solution to every possible objection that she has, right? Let's go back to the objections, the the like secondary objections that we had here, okay? She thinks she's gonna have to work out for multiple hours per day. What if part of my package had 30 minute 
or less workouts. Okay. I'm overcoming that objection before she even has it. Right. Then she thinks that she's going to have to eat lettuce (laughs) and that's it. Right. So what if I have a meal plan, a pre-made meal plan kit, recipes, everything that are delicious and, you know, easy in under 20 minutes, something like that, whatever the other objections might be about that. Right. I know it's always like, it's got to be tasty. It's got to be quick and easy and it can't be super expensive. Simple. Okay. And then what was the other? She, (laughs) I didn't write this down, obviously. You guys, this is what happens when you turn 40. You can't remember anything. Um, So those two big objections. Basically, my point is that could be part of the offer. Okay. I can't create unless I'm willing to change my pricing. I can't create an actual piece of my offer that overcomes the price objection, but I can create all of these other pieces that I only have to create one time that I can add into the offer to kind of overcome the other objections before she even has them. So now there's nothing that she can argue about the amount of time in the gym or the meal plan or anything because that's I've already made that simple. So now it really just comes down to what she thinks is the pricing objective. But subconsciously, when she's seeing these different elements of my offer, the meal plan, the workouts, etc., now she's starting to believe that she can do it. She's starting to believe in my expertise, in my ability to help her because she sees part of the plan. She sees that it's going to be simple. I won't say easy because <laughs> it's never easy, but she sees that it could be simple and not so time consuming. And then when she sees that, she starts to believe in her own ability to achieve her goals. So, you know, I recorded this episode about overcoming price objections, but really what this episode is really about is making sure that your offer is as value packed, as valuable to your client as possible. And so a lot of times When we create our offers, we create our packages, we put in there what we think is going to help them the most without considering what their objections will be. Your offers should always include something related to the objections that they have. Um, And that will just absolutely be a game changer for your offers. I'll give you a couple more examples, but this time from... The marketing side of things. So in some of our packages, we we know that one of the things that our clients struggle with is audience targeting when they're running their Facebook ads. And instead of teaching them how to spend hours doing targeting research <laughs> and avatar research and that sort of thing, we pre-create audience targeting spreadsheets based on like groups of interests or niches. And we give that to our clients because we know that that is going to be an objection. Oh, sure, your your ads program sounds great, but I don't want to spend a lot of time figuring out my targeting. Okay, well, great. We've already created and mapped out your targeting for you. Here you go, right? Same thing with creatives, meaning the images that you're using in your ads. I We get clients that say, and I'm talking about our our like DIY or done with you programs, right? Obviously we do this for 
our agency clients, but the smaller packages where clients are, you know, playing with their ads themselves, they're like, well, I'm not a designer. I would have to hire a designer to create ads for us. Oh, no, no, no. Don't worry. We got you. We've got some templates that you can easily customize with your colors and your fonts. Slide your photo in there or choose, you know, a stock photo from, from here and boom, you're good to go. And we already know that these images are high converting, attention getting, because we use them all the time, or we've used them with clients in the past, or in my own business in the past. Sometimes I even share my own templates. So there's proof behind these, right? And then that busts that objection. Now they're feeling more confident, like, oh, I'm not going to have to figure out my targeting, hire a graphic designer, whatever. I don't have to figure it out myself. I can see now I'm already halfway, like if your goal is at the top of the mountain, this, this is getting them a percentage up that mountain already. And they haven't even started yet. Totally different, right? So when people say your program, I can't afford your program, what they're really saying is I don't see the value. There's one more little point that I want to make here, and that is about people's priorities. Okay. I feel like this one's pretty obvious too, but a lot of times things in business are obvious to us when we're looking at someone else's business, but not at our own. So I want you to think about yourself in this situation. Okay. I tell, I, I tell my kids this all the time. I've had to change my language around this. Instead of telling my kids that we don't have money for something that they want, I tell them that is not a priority right now. And the reason that I share that with you is because when your client is telling you that they can't afford it, what they're saying is that is not a priority right now. And that may, that may be the truth. It may not be the truth. It may be a priority, but we go back to where they don't believe that you are the solution or that your offer is the solution, right? But people spend money on the things that are important to them. So you either need to make your offer more desirable so that it becomes more important to them. Actually, there's no or here. That's really what we have to do is make sure that our offers are the solution to their problems. And what I love when I think about that, that my offer is the solution to someone's problem, I don't even have to sell. I'm just offering a solution. You could figure it out on your own, or you can have this offer. You can keep struggling, or this offer will make it easier. So think about that, and think about next time that you go to buy something, how important is it to you, and how much did that factor into your decision to buy it? I have to go to the hardware store today because my house is still in the shambles. We're still in a remodel, and I have to pick up some supplies. I'm doing some painting. I'm doing some repairs, that sort of thing. And I'm already thinking about what I'm going to buy because there are some, some things that I could buy that would make this much, much easier, but I'll spend a little bit more money. And when I get to the store, I really have to figure out, okay, am I willing to invest the time to do this manually, like from scratch, or am I willing to invest the money to do it a little bit faster and save myself time? Okay, so I'll be standing there in the hardware store 
deciding what provides more value to me, you know, faster result. Do I believe that this thing can get me the result faster? Or am I going to put in my blood, sweat and tears to save some money? But, you know, but I, I think it'll still do the job. We do this all the time. And this is exactly what people are doing when they're on a sales call with you or when they're visiting your sales page. So think about it, make that offer nice and juicy, overcome those objections. And I guarantee that you will have more people saying yes. All right. That's it for me today. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, if you found this message to be powerful, or you know someone that you think would appreciate this message as well, send it to them, please. And then go back and leave a review because this is the only way that people find out about this podcast. I really want to help women in business have less stress around business, less stress around their marketing. And this is my way of doing that. So please, please share. If you take a screenshot and share this episode on Instagram, tag me and I'll repost it. So just look me up at I am Jackie Ellis. Tag me. We'll repost it. We'll give you a shout out. Thanks so much. Till next time. Bye. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. As always, you can find show notes, links, and more over at Jackie-Ellis.com. And if we haven't connected yet, make sure you come find me on Instagram at I am Jackie Ellis and shoot me a DM. Let me know what episode you listened to and what you thought. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for being brave, being amazing, and just being you. I can't wait until next time.